Alright, guys, we're back here to continue our list, or my list, shall I say, of my top 10 favorite horror movie franchises. If you're just tuning in, obviously, this is your host, Reese, here to host the Obese Reese Show. Uh, this is part two of my uh, Halloween special, and yeah, I'm just going to continue ranking uh, my, or continue going down my list in the last in the first part we did uh, 10 through 5 my uh, 10th my least favorite no these are my top 10 favorite obviously I've, I've pulled out 10 franchises that I like and I'm going to be I'm going to be continuing to rank those franchises and rank the movies within those franchises so we did 10 through 5 in the first episode now we're gonna do 4 through 1 makes sense right I'd like to think so Anyways, let's get into it. Number four is going to be A Nightmare on Elm Street. The Freddy Krueger Saga. Uh, that's, that's an unofficial name, of course. No, I don't think anyone's ever actually called it the Freddy Krueger Saga. But you get what I'm coming from, where I'm coming from. Uh, the, I guess we'll start with, there are nine of these. So we will start with number nine. And being my least favorite in the franchise, and that's gonna be Freddy's Dead: The Final Nightmare, Nightmare Part Six. That's that's what it is. Even though you know it doesn't tell you in the title, it's Part Six, but it is. And uh, you know, the less I say about this, the better. Shitty movie, very bad. I, when I was a kid, it was one of my favorites, probably just because it was so goofy, you know. Uh, but now I hate it. Can't stand to watch it. Probably won't watch it again if I don't have to. Bad movie, you know. Robert England does his best, but they just turned they turned Freddy into a freaking Looney Tune by this one. And uh, yeah, not a great movie. Not very entertaining at all. Some decent kills. It's it's lit it literally feels like a, like a, a an animated movie. It would have been better as an animated movie because that's how cartoonish they were going with it. But uh, anyways, number eight. It's gonna be Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2, Freddy's Revenge. I have nothing real against this movie. All of them above Freddy's Dead, I actually enjoy. So, you know, Freddy's Revenge, it just... They were still trying to... I think this is the one where they finally realized what Freddy needed to be. You know, after trying him out in the first one, and then they were like, Alright, this is what Freddy's gonna do. This is what Freddy's gonna be. It's notorious, or at least it, uh, it's famous for being what a lot of people would call the gayest horror movie ever. Um, I see what people are talking about, but it doesn't really take me out of the story like a lot of people uh, say it does. And it's a decent movie. I definitely like it more nowadays than I used to. Used, I, I, originally, I probably would have put this at number nine because... I just didn't have a lot of fun with it with this one when I was a kid. I didn't like the characters too much. And, I don't know. I didn't like it very much when I was a kid. But I'm, I'm a bigger fan now. You know, it's growing on me. Number seven is going to be Nightmare on Elm Street Part 4. The Dream Master. This is, uh, this would be a lot higher on a lot of other people's lists. But, uh, not me. This one is one that I have... Basically, every time I watch it, it goes further down my list. I used to like it a lot. It was definitely the one, one of the ones that I watched the most as a kid. But uh, I don't know. I just don't. I don't like how they killed off all the characters from Part Three immediately. 
I'm not huge on the new characters. It's just, it's okay. It's a, it's, it's an alright movie. Uh, coming in at number six is going to be the original. Now, I know, I'm sure that surprises quite a few people. But uh, I'm just not a huge fan of the original, you know. I don't, I don't give the, I don't sit on the originals. Dick and spin like a lot of people do. Pardon my language. But, uh, you know, it's an alright movie. I watched it the other day. It's alright for what it is, you know, it's cool for its time, but, uh, I don't know, I just like the, I, the ones above it, I like better, you know, and the original, that, that doesn't say anything, I have almost nothing bad to say about the original, so, it brought us the character of Freddy Krueger, it's a little slow, but I like that it's definitely more horror-oriented than pretty much every other movie on this list. Moving on, uh, number five is going to be Nightmare on Elm Street Part 5, The Dream Child. I hated this movie when I first watched it. Like, really hated it. And I know a lot of other people do. They, a lot of other people don't like The Dream Child very much. And there are good reasons to not like it, you know. It has awesome practical effects, but um, they're utilized in a weird way in a lot. In this movie, like a lot, it feels like a movie designed by, uh, what's the guy's name? H.R. Geiger, or whatever his name is, uh, that designed the aliens in Alien. Yeah, it feels like that kind of movie. It's very, almost gothic horror, you could say. I don't know. It's a, it's a good movie. I like it a lot more than most people I know do. And I have fun with it every time I watch it. You know, the kills aren't the best, but I like the characters, and I like um, Freddy's makeup in this, despite what a lot of people would say about it. And yeah. I like that. I like Dream Child quite a bit. Coming in at number four, definitely gonna shake some boots. Uh, is the Nightmare on Elm Street remake from 2010? Uh, you, screw you guys. I like the remake. Okay, not many people do. In fact, I don't know anyone that really likes the remake very much. But it's at my number four spot because I enjoy it. I think it's perfectly dark. I think Jackie Earl Haley did a fantastic job. He's no Robert England, so don't crucify me. But He's good. He's, he's, I like it. I like the remake. I do. Coming in at number three is going to be uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3, Dream Warriors. We're the Dream Warriors. Yeah, it's a, a very good soundtrack. Very good uh, cast. Uh, amazing performance from Robert Englund. This is definitely when Freddy came into his own. You know, when, they, when Robert Englund realized what he wanted to do with the character. And, um, you know, you got the return of Heather Langenkamp as Nancy. Just all around fantastic, fantastic movie. Patricia Arquette, I think, in one of her first roles. I could be wrong on that, don't quote me. But, oh boy, do we love some Patricia Arquette. Coming in at number two is going to be Wes Craven's New Nightmare. That's probably going to surprise people, too. I like New Nightmare a lot more than other people do. I've been saying that a lot, but, you know, I basically just an overhead thought about all of this is I like a lot of movies that most people do not like <laughs> um I love the look of Freddy and Wes Craven's New Nightmare I love how dark and actually scary it is even though it's not technically Freddy but you know whatever um obviously the return again of Heather Langenkamp this time just playing herself um very cool I like the whole meta-ness of it. This was Scream before Scream was Scream. And, uh, yeah, this one's the only one out of all of these movies, besides maybe the remake, 
that actually has some dread in, like, like dreadful moments to me and uh, you know some some creepiness and I really like it I like the aesthetic of the demon Freddy all that stuff I like this movie if you haven't watched New Nightmare get on it it's better than people say and coming in at number one is going to be Freddy versus Jason now if you can even count this as a Freddy movie if you can even count it as a Jason movie you know who, who cares what you count it as I count it as both so it's on both my rankings for uh, Nightmare and spoilers my ranking for the Friday franchise which will be coming up here in a little bit uh, Freddy vs Jason is one of my favorite slasher movies ever and uh, two of my favorite slashers uh, going head to head awesome music awesome director uh, you still got Robert Englund in the role I wish they'd had uh, Kane Hodder come back as Jason but they wanted someone taller uh, than Freddy and uh, you know great cast even though a lot of them are just you know unremarkable 20 something year olds playing teenagers you know normal for a slasher movie but either way great movie all around barely have any complaints for it just absolute mwah, chef's kiss of a movie and that's gonna wrap up the nightmare series so number four on my ranking is the nightmare on elm street series moving on to number three uh if you couldn't guess it already number three is friday the 13th friday the 13th series is while <laughs> i don't like it or i started out as a huge fredhead uh, freddy was my guy as a kid that's who I, I didn't give a shit about jason freddy was always my dude but as I got older, I realized that even though I do still like the character of Freddy Moore, the movies uh, in the in the Friday the 13th franchise are far and away better than the movies in the Nightmare franchise, at least the, you know, the lesser ones. But uh, yeah, I love Friday the 13th, always have. It's definitely one of my favorites now, as you can tell. It's number three out of ten. So yeah, uh, let's get to the ranking. There are actually 12 Jesus Christ, 12 of these movies, and the number 12 being the one I like least, and that's going to be Jason Goes to Hell, The Final Friday, Part 9. Not much to say about this one, Jason's barely in it. Uh, they tried something different, and some people say it worked, some people say that it didn't. It's okay, you know, it's definitely, it's, it's a watchable movie, but it, Let's just say I have all of them on Blu-ray except for this one and one other one we'll talk about in a minute. So if I don't own it, that means it's probably not worth watching all that much. Uh, number 11. Hold on. <coughs> Excuse me. Number 11 is going to be uh, Friday the 13th Part 8, Jason Takes Manhattan. Jason Takes a Boat. That's all I got to say about that one. Fun enough. Uh, it, it, it's okay. I don't hate it as much as most people do, but like I said, I like some of the schlocky old slasher stuff more than a lot of people I know do. Number 10 is going to be Jason X, the 10th one, the one that sends Jason to space. Um, I like this movie more now than I did when I was a kid. This, probably, this definitely would have been at the bottom of my list uh, when I was a kid. But now I just have fun with it. A lot of fun with it. It's dumb, it's schlocky, and you know it's got. I think Tony Todd's in it. 
I could be wrong. No, I don't think that's Tony Todd I'm thinking of. Either way, it has a it has a pretty good cast. Um, it's dumb. They lean into how dumb it is. They don't take it seriously. It's it's a fun movie you can watch and just check out, just have fun with. You know, decent movie. Number nine is gonna be Friday the Thirteenth Part Five, the new beginning or a new beginning. Jason's not technically in this movie really, so that definitely is what is a big part of what brings it down. Uh, it was directed by a porn director, and so it's very gratuitous with his nude scenes. I'm not one of those, you know, SJWs. It's like, oh man, this movie shouldn't objectify women. I mean, it shouldn't, but at the same time, it's not like the biggest gripe I have. You know, it was the 80s. Almost every single movie had at least five pairs of titties in it. So... You know, it could have had less. It definitely should have had less. But that's definitely a big draw on it. It's definitely, it's very sleazy. Uh, coming in at part, or, sorry, coming in at number eight, it's going to be Friday the 13th, part three. 3D! Uh, it's, it's all right. It's an all right movie. You know, I had trouble figuring out where I wanted to rank this one because it used to be one of my favorites for sure. But uh, it's very slow. Um, I don't really care about any of the characters in it all that much. Besides the final girl, she's all, she's alright. Uh, it's a decent enough movie, but uh, no, it's mainly known for giving Jason his iconic hockey mask. Coming in at number 7, it's going to be the original Friday the 13th from 1980. Spoilers, Jason's not the killer. It's his mom. Decent movie, very slow nowadays. Uh, I love the suspense of it though. I love not knowing who the killer is. I love the who done it. You only ever see the killer's hands, and half the time it's a man's hands. So you're like, oh, it must be, you know, a man must be the killer. Nope, it's his mommy. Coming in at number six is gonna be Friday the Thirteenth Part Two. This one, um, I actually have a lot more fun with it now than I used to. I love the characters. I love the setting. Um. I actually really like Sackhead Jason more than I used to. He's just, I feel like he's more scary, man. I mean, he, he runs or he jogs. He doesn't really run. He jogs. You know, I think Sledgehammer is a bit more scary of a weapon than a, or not a Sledgehammer, a Pickaxe is a bit more scary than a Machete. That's just me. And uh, yeah, I just have a lot more fun with that movie now than I used to. Good movie. Coming at number five is going to be Friday the 13th Part 7, The New Blood. This is another one um, where most people I know don't care don't care for this one as much as I do. I love Jason versus Carrie. It's just a great, great concept. You know, they tried something new. Some people say it works. Some people say it didn't. Like most horror movies that try something new. And uh, I love the look of Jason in this one. It's the first one with Kane Hodder coming in as Jason. And uh, this is the the Jason action figure I have in my NECA collection. Is this one? It's the the definitive Jason to me is Part 7 Jason. And it's just, you know, the MPA definitely, pardon the language, raped this movie. Took away most of his blood and gore, and it definitely would have been even higher on the list if it if that hadn't happened. And also, if number four didn't come in and uh, completely blow my mind recently, number four being the Friday the 13th remake from 2009. Um, hold on. <coughs> Pardon me. 
I'm sick. Um, the remake is fantastic, and I've always liked it, but I just watched it again the other day for the first time in a while, and it came very close to being in like my top two. If I didn't go back through and rewatch the others that are in my, you know, that are above this one, it definitely would be in my top two. But there's some things that hold it down, like, you know, I, I don't know. It's a good movie. Just watch it for yourself. I think that one's one that everybody needs to watch for their, themselves. I like that they, you know, skipped uh, over Pamela being the killer. I like that they only had him in the sack mask for a little while. Um, I like the way he looks in the movie. I like the way he runs. You know, I love the cast. Love the cast. Jared Padalecki. Daniel Panabaker, um, the guy that plays Judah from Superstore, yeah, this movie's very horny though, I mean, it's the late 2000s, uh, horror movie, so it's very horny, uh, that's probably one of the only downsides to it, uh, there's a lot of cursing, stuff like that, not that that bothers me, just letting you guys know, <laughs> and then coming in at number three is gonna be, uh, Jason Lives, Friday the 13th, part six, this one I think most people would agree on is one of the better ones in the franchises in the franchise uh, it doesn't take itself as seriously you know it, it has fun with the concept this is the first zombie this is the first yeah time we see zombie jason and it looks badass could have done without the yellow glove and the, like utility belt but you know whatever uh, this is a very good movie got um i think dave is it tom thomas matthews that plays tommy jarvis i don't know you know his name, though, I'm sure somebody out there does. Very good in this is Tommy Jarvis ending his three-movie arc between 4, 5, and 6. And, uh, yeah, just all around, fun movie to watch. You know, very good kills. Uh, you know, not very bloody, but, you know, good kills, good cast, fun. Coming to number two is going to be Friday the 13th, part four, the final chapter. There's not a whole lot I can say about this one. I think it is Jason. I think it encapsulates the franchise and shows what uh, it shows the best best of sort of like this is what if I if someone was like show me a Jason movie but only one show me the one that you think um, is Jason and that would be the final chapter for me I mean I know I said that part seven Jason is Jason to me but as to encapsulate the franchise the final chapter is definitely the one I would pick I love the characters I love the kills I love the way Jason looks and acts. Um, it's just fantastic. Crispin Glover's dance in this, that definitely shot it up like three spots just by itself. Hey, Ted, where's the corkscrew? Yeah, good shit. Very good shit. Love the final chapter. Uh, and it's only uh, inferior to number one, which is the same as number one for Nightmare on Elm Street series, Freddy vs. Jason. It's the best of both franchises, I think. I think... That movie is better than any one movie in either of these franchises. And I already said enough about it. Love it. Absolutely fantastic movie. I was going to say killer movie, but that's that's too pun heavy. But yeah, number one, Friday the 13th series is going to be Freddy vs. Jason. And that caps off our number three spot, Friday the 13th. Okay, our number two spot 
uh, we're getting down here to the final ones, folks, the final rankings, so I'm going to try to go through this a little bit faster than uh, all the others, that way this episode isn't uh, an hour long like the first part was. So uh, coming at number two is going to be, can you guess, the Child's Play franchise. Uh, what else can I say, Chucky is an icon, I love Brad Dorif. Not a single one of these movies is unwatchable, and most of them, even the ones at the bottom of the I mean, especially even, even the ones at the bottom of the list, I will still watch uh, every time I do a Chucky Marathon. None of these movies are bad. Some of them are iffy. But none of them are unwatchable. And uh, so, getting into it, the number eight spot, my least favorite, but still, you know, decent movie, is going to be Cult of Chucky from 2017. I have a lot of thoughts on this movie, but I'll summarize it in that it felt messy. It, uh, it's very, very good kills. Uh, the aesthetic of it is awesome. The cinematography is great. Cast is great. Brad Dorf, as always, is amazing. Um, but yeah, that's about it. Eh, it's, it's an alright movie, but it's definitely just set. It, it wanted to set something up, and that's what it feels like. It doesn't feel like it stands well on its own all that much, because there's no resolution at the end. Really, it's just setting up for something else. But still a decent movie. You know, not not bad. Coming to number, number seven, a movie that a lot of people would say is bad, uh, Seed of Chucky. Most people don't like this movie. I'm not the biggest fan, but the older I get, the more fun I have with it. You know, it's a, it's a fun movie. It's very dumb. And Chucky is not the Chucky <laughs> that we knew, you know, that we've known since the first movie back in 88. Not the same Chucky, really. But, uh, it's fun. You know, it's it doesn't take itself too seriously. And, uh, you know, Billy Boyd as Glenn slash Glinda, pretty great addition to the cast. Wish uh, they'd bring him back. Bring them back, sorry. Uh, coming in at number six is gonna be Child's Play 3. This movie originally, when I was a kid, would have been in probably in my top two. Uh, but I just rewatched it the other day, and I don't like it as much. I really don't. Uh, it's it's kind of slow. It drags. There's a lot of slow motion that's unnecessary. Um, don't like the cat. Or I mean, I like the cast, but the characters themselves don't like too much. There's not really anyone I root for. Besides, I get. No, I mean, really, not even Tyler, the little kid. But Brad Dorif, as always, in this is great, and I don't think it's as bad as people give it credit for. But or it's as bad as people say it is. But still, it's number six out of eight. So, coming at number five is going to be Curse of Chucky, one that I actually like quite a bit uh, compared to most of my friends. Uh, you know, this is after Seed of Chucky kind of bombed. You know, put, made the franchise dormant for quite a few years. I mean, between two, almost ten years. And um, it's good. I don't like the way Chucky looks so much in the beginning of the movie, but after. You know, he gets his cover-up taken off. I think he looks pretty dope. And I like the way they tried to incorporate more of uh, Charles Lee Ray's backstory. Which is what they're doing a lot more of now on the show. But very good movie. I think, it, you know, it's definitely a step up from Cult, which came out after that one. Yeah. I like that. I like Fiona Dorif. I like... Uh, 
the blood, the gore. It's a very gory movie. Definitely one of the goriest. Um, apart from Colt. That's one thing Colt did more of than Curse. It, it was definitely more bloody. But coming in at number four is going to be the Child's Play remake from 2019. Went in with very low expectations because Don Mancini, the original creator and writer of like all of the Child's Play movies, did not want this being made. Um, he had no part of it, wanted no part of it, and neither did anyone from the original franchise. No one wanted anything to do with this because they felt it was disrespectful to Don, who was still running his the original franchise and is still running the original franchise. So everyone was like, why do we need a remake? No, don't need it. But I liked it a lot, a lot more than I thought I would. Uh, it's very... I don't know what to call it. It's different. It's very different. I like the way they try to modernize the take on Chucky. I like Mark Hamill as Chucky for sure. Not as good as Brad Dorif, but still very good. Um, Aubrey Plaza, I will never complain about getting more of Aubrey Plaza. And just all around, very, just all around a really fun movie. You know, more fun than I expected it to be. And if there's a remake, a uh, sequel, there's a sequel to that remake, I'll be happy. I really will. Coming in at number three is going to be Bride of Chucky. Uh, this one's usually higher for most people I know. Uh, it's very good. I like the addition of Jennifer Tilly as Tiffany. And, you know, there is trying to do a riff on Bride of Frankenstein. It's cool stuff. I like the aesthetic of it, you know, very late 90s. This movie came out the year I was born. So, um, it's fun. I don't like the characters, the human characters, all that much. But uh, you get you got John Ritter, so... Rest in peace, John Ritter. Love him and everything he's in. Bride is number three. Number two is going to be Child's Play 2. Yeah, most people's number one. Rewatched this the other day. It's very good. Very, very good. Uh, the characters are awesome. The cast is great. The score is awesome. Brad Dorf is probably at his best here, honestly. Um, as is Alex Vincent, who plays Andy Barkley, of course. Uh, the kills are fantastic. The one-liners from Chucky are great. All around, great movie, but just can't compete to me with the 1988 original, which is going to be number one, the original Child's Play. This movie is tense. It is dark. I'm trying to formulate my thoughts into word into sentences. It's very much more suspenseful than any of the other movies in this franchise. Even two that came out, you know, right after it. <clears throat> uh, it's just, it's more scary. This is the way Chucky should be. You know, not goofy. I like goofy Chucky, don't get me wrong, but this is the way Chucky should be. You should be terrifying. And, you know, they lean in on the voodoo stuff in this movie more than they do in any of the other movies. And it's just great all around. Chris Randon's in it. You know, I always, uh, I love the part where, um... Andy's mom and her friend Maggie and the peddler are at the back of the, you know, the department store. And Maggie's like, how do we know this isn't stolen? And the peddler goes, yeah, steal this and grabs his crotch. I, I, I quote that every time. And Maggie's like, I think I dated him. It's just great. Perfect. You know, that's the, the amount of humor that should be in this. But Chucky's actually terrifying in this movie. And he's not in any of the other movies. So that's why it's at my number my number one spot so number two on my franchise rankings child's play 
And now we are on number one, the final ranking in my list here. And I think a lot of you can guess that, especially if you know me personally. I think you can guess which one it is. Number one, my favorite horror movie franchise is Halloween. The Halloween franchise. And I've said a lot about this franchise already in my Halloween Kills review. So I'll go through this one pretty quick. That way we can, you know, wrap up this whole Halloween special as fast as possible. Coming in at number 12 my least favorite in the franchise, and it has a, uh, a little asterisk here, number 12 being The Curse of Michael Myers, asterisk, only the producer's cut, because I, it's been a long time since I saw the theatrical cut of Curse of Michael Myers, uh, it's been ages actually, and I don't remember if, I, I think I liked that one more, but I can't remember, so I can't speak on that one necessarily, but if we go by the producer's cut, it's definitely my least favorite. I like the story more than a lot of people, but I don't like how slow it is. I don't like the direction all that much. It could have been executed a lot better. That's all I got to say about that one. Uh, oh yeah, Paul Rudd. He's very bad in this. Love Paul Rudd. He's very bad in Curse of Michael Myers. Uh, coming to number 11 is going to actually surprise people. Uh, Halloween H2O used to love this one as a kid, it's one of my favorites, you know, Jamie Lee came back after 20 years, and um, I used to love it, I thought I was like, this is one of the seminal Halloween films, this is one of the best in the franchise, watch it now, it's so slow, super boring, don't care, hate the way Michael Myers' mask looks, I just don't think H2O is as good as everyone says it is, you know, I mean, it's cool having Jamie Lee back for that one. And the story is decent enough. Josh Hartnett's cool. You know, it's a good cast. It's cool seeing Janet Lee in a horror movie again. But meh, you know, eh. <laughs> it's okay. But th there's definitely good reasons that it's number 11 out of 12. Coming in at number 10, it's going to be Halloween Resurrection, the sequel to H2O. Uh, this one normally for a lot of people would be farther down. But uh, I have a lot of fun with this movie it's stupid as all hell it's ridiculous shouldn't have been made but boy is it fun to watch Buster Rhymes is hilarious in this um, I think um, ironically hilarious I don't think it was intentionally hilarious in this but it's fun it's got a good cast it's dumb it's just something you can put on when you check when you're checked out and you just want something on in the background it's a fun movie coming in at number nine is gonna be Halloween 3 season of the witch um, I think everyone in the world has talked about this movie more than enough. So, I don't really need to say too much about it. I think it's a really good movie, despite not having Michael Myers in it. And uh, I think they should do a sequel like they're talking about doing over at Blumhouse. Uh, I think it would be cool. Get Tom Adkins back, though. Uh, coming in number 8 is going to be Rob Zombie's first Halloween movie from 2007. The remake, if you will. Um, I like... I liked this movie as a kid a lot more than I do now. I remember seeing it in theaters. And it's okay. You know, if you like Rob Zombie movies, I'm sure. If you're a big Rob Zombie fan, I'm sure you like this one more than I do. I'm a decent... I'm, a, I'm like a, a casual zombie fan. So, um, I like Tyler Main as Michael Myers. I like Scout Taylor Compton. Stop, S S Scout Compton Taylor. Whatever her name is. As Laurie Strode. 
she's no Jamie Lee, but and I like uh, Malcolm McDowell as Sam Loomis, not as much as Donald Pleasance, but you know, yeah, decent, decent enough movie, and that's why it's number eight out of twelve. Number seven is actually going to be Halloween Two, the, the zombie version, Rob Zombie version. If you just take out all of the White Horse Sherry Moon zombie stuff, I love this movie. It would be so much higher on the list. It'd probably be in my top four, top three, top four. It's just, uh, you know, the cast is great. The writing is awesome. I hate all the, you know, the pumpkin head Halloween council people, you know, the quick edits, like the, you know, Lori, you fucking bitch, is stuff like that. The zombie-isms, if you will. You just take those out. This is a fantastic movie. Coming in number six is going to be Halloween Kills, the most recent movie in the, in the franchise, and I've talked enough about that one in my review. Um, it definitely went up. This was originally almost at the bottom of my list, and then I watched it a few more times, and now it's up at number six. So not that, not that bad. You know, the halfway mark. I talked about it enough in my review, so we'll we'll leave it at that for that one. Coming in at number five is going to be Halloween 2018. I talked about that one a lot in my Kills review as well. Uh, great movie. I like it a lot better now that I've seen Kills, and a lot better than I do than I did when I first saw it. Uh, very good atmosphere, awesome cast, decent writing, bad comedy, but overall, pretty decent film. Especially, it is leagues better than the ones at the bottom of this list. Uh, coming in number four is actually going to be Halloween 4. This one's good. Honestly, I probably could have switched out 2018 for this one as well. I don't know. It's, it's not as awesome as people make it out to be these days. Um, I hate the mask. You know, I don't like the characters that much besides, uh, you know, Loomis coming back and uh, the addition of Jamie Lloyd. And, um, yeah, it's just all around. It's a decent movie. You know, I'm, I'm not huge on the end or anything, but I'm not huge. I'm not, I'm not against the ending either. I just feel like it's, since they didn't follow up on it, it's, it just made, it's, it's unnecessary. Coming in at number three is going to be Halloween 5. Most people don't like this one very much. I think it's fun. Don't like the mask. Um, the story is okay. Uh, don't like the characters very much, but uh, it's a fun movie. It's really I have a lot of fun with it every time I watch it. And uh, every time I watch it, it goes a little bit higher up on my list. But I doubt it's going to go any higher than three. But anyways, uh, number two is going to be ha the original Halloween 2. Um... I liked this one a lot less when I was a kid, it just felt very slow and boring compared to the original, but I like the way it fully feels like it's picking up from the first, directly from the end of the first movie, and if I'm going to watch the first Halloween, I'm probably going to watch Halloween 2 with it, just because it's one whole night and it feels like a conclusive, you know, start and a finish, which only leaves the first being Halloween 1, you know, the original 1978 movie. I've Everybody has talked about this movie to death. It's the seminal Halloween classic. Gotta watch it every year. Absolutely fantastic cast. Fantastic score. Fantastic direction. Fantastic writing. There's nothing bad about this movie besides the fact that it kind of is starting to age. Uh, and not in the best way. You know, it's, it's very toned down in the gore. And, um, yeah, it just feels old now. But either way, still my favorite in the franchise. So, you know, number one. 
my favorite horror franchise of all time, Halloween. Okay, just to cap it all off, uh, I'm going to mention some honorable mentions. One's uh, franchises that did not make my list, but uh, I felt the need to tell you guys about because they mean enough to me to mention. Yeah, they're honorable enough to mention. Honorable mentions. Uh, they have no real... Uh, these have no real uh, order. These are just ones I was like, oh, yeah, that one's really good. Just didn't make my top ten. So... I'm, gonna, I'm pretty much just gonna <clears throat> list these off. I'm not gonna go into too much detail because as of recording, I need to go and get ready for work right now. But I wanted to finish this episode before I did that. So uh, the Wishmaster franchise, um, specifically the first two, awesome. Uh, those are ones that I know a lot of people, at least my, uh, in my friend group, have not seen. If you have not seen Wishmaster, at least Wishmaster one and two, you definitely should. 100% worth a watch, especially that first one, just classic movies, uh, Hellraiser, specifically the, uh, the first two, I mean, the first four I like, but the first two are the ones that you should seriously watch, seek out and watch, and then, then I, everything after four, just forget about it, there are like 11 of them now, and just forget about all of them after four, but mainly watch the first two, definitely watch the first two. Uh, the Predator franchise is pretty good. I don't have any, like, specifically's on that one. I, I like all the Predator movies, even though they're not all amazing. And I don't love the story and everything, but they're worth mentioning because I mentioned Alien vs. Predator. So, um, we got uh, the Paranormal Activity franchise. Just came out with a new movie uh, that I have not seen yet. But uh, I really like almost all of the Paranormal Activities Besides, uh, I didn't like the Ghost Dimension, and the Marked Ones was okay. Most people like the Marked Ones more than I do. Uh, Final Destination, all great movies, except you know, the fourth one's just meh. But the rest of them are pretty dang good. Uh, Poltergeist, I love the first Poltergeist movie. The second two, or the second and third one, are pretty good. I like them enough uh, to watch them you know, every once in a while. And then the remake is okay. I like it a decent amount, but meh, you know, it, it's it's okay. It, 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 if it didn't have Sam Rockwell, I probably wouldn't like it nearly as much as I do. Uh, the Psycho franchise, of which all the movies are good. You know, even I even like the remake, you know, the Gus Van Zandt remake from 1998. It's not as good as the rest of the movies, obviously. But uh, yeah, good movies. You know, Psycho's cool, especially that original. You know, that is the original slasher. Debatable, but still. Uh, the Purge franchise, specifically the first one. Uh, just I love the the concept of this franchise. I have not seen past the third one, so I have not seen uh, the first Purge or the the Forever Purge. Yeah, those two. I haven't seen either of those or the show. Um, the Ring franchise, if you can call it a franchise, it's really only. Well, no, I guess if you count the original Japanese ones, then yeah, it's it's a franchise. All of those movies are good. The third one, Rings, uh, the third American one, I mean, Rings, is okay. You know, it, it's alright. I definitely like that they tried to modernize it, and I love the concept of, it's not a videotape anymore, because, you know, no one has VHS anymore, uh, that it's, you know, it's digital now. I love that concept, just not the best movie. Uh, the Evil Dead franchise, 
love those. Uh, you know, I, I definitely think that the remake is my favorite. That one almost made this list. Uh, the, like the the ranked part of the list. But yeah, Evil Dead's great. Love the remake more than uh, any of the Bruce Campbell ones. Don't hate me. Uh, the Friday Night franchise, if you can call it that. Um, the first movie, 1985, one of my favorite horror movies, absolutely fantastic. The sequel to that one, Friday Night Part 2, uh, it's okay. It's better than I think most people give it credit for. And then the remake uh, from, I want to say 2011, um, I think is awesome. Not as good as the original, but still pretty awesome. And then I have not seen the sequel to the remake, Friday, uh, Friday Night, Fright Night Part 2, uh, the, the sequel to the remake yeah it's a little confusing but fright night nonetheless need you to mention and last but not least to cap this off um the Candyman franchise apart from the third movie day of the dead i think is what it's called i like all these movies quite a bit um the new one was i feel like it's better than i wanted to give it credit for because my high, my my hopes were so high and it wasn't as good as I wanted it to be, but I feel like it's still a really good movie if I just go in and watch it again without the expectations of it being a worthy sequel to their original, which is a masterpiece. But uh, yeah, that's it. That's all of my honorable mentions. That's all of the rankings. That's the end of the Halloween special for 2021. Hope you guys enjoyed listening. I had a ton of fun planning this out and recording it and you know, watching all these movies again to make sure my opinions are still up to date. And uh, yeah, I had a lot of fun. Hope you guys have an amazing Halloween. You know, hopefully you get some candy. Hopefully you get a few spooks, a few scares. You know, it's it's Halloween. Everyone's entitled to one good scare, according to uh, Sheriff Lee Brackett. And uh, yeah, that's all I got to say. Happy Halloween. Hope you guys have a great one. Tune in next time. This is Reese signing off of the Obese Reese Show. Take it easy.